Hey, welcome everybody to Truth Unbound, where we look at the events and the questions swirling around in the culture, and we examine them one by one under the magnifying glass of God's Word, simply interpreted, just as He intended it to be. And uh, that's where we find the answers and the hope, and so that's what we dedicate ourselves here at Truth Unbound Ministries and Podcast. Well, I'm Walter Swain, your host, and there's a very common argument given often by many atheists. Um... Well, just watch this short video right here, and uh, this is what they're saying a lot of times. You're so narrow-minded. No. You don't believe in anything. Yes, I do. Thought you were atheist. Yeah, it doesn't mean I don't believe in anything, does it? It means I don't believe in any God. How can you not believe in God? Which one? What do you mean? Well, uh, Zeus. Who? Greek God. Or Ra, or Ganesh. No, not those ones. The real one in the Bible. Yahweh. Just God. Well, you know how you don't believe in all those other gods I mentioned? That's how I don't believe in yours. So basically, you believe in... You, you, you deny one less god than I do. You don't believe in 2,999 gods, and I don't believe in just one more. Right. Okay, so there it is. I only believe in one less god than you. That's basically it. I only believe in one less god than you. Now, the implication, indirect or rather direct, is that we are the same, atheists and Christians, really. In principle, you don't go as far enough as we do. You reject all the gods available in the world. The only difference between you and me is that I believe in one less. Not believing in your remaining God equals uh, not believing in the other gods in the world. So why don't you be consistent, like you should be, like us, and reject Jesus too? Wow, that's a pretty strong argument. It truly is. But is it really? Well, let's find out right now. All right, so if you're enjoying uh, learning more about God and His truth through Truth Unbound Ministries here, this podcast, especially in the God-defying context that's manifest in what is going on and being said today in the world, and you want more, and you want to invite others, and then to grow in their faith as well, or to learn about Jesus for the, in the first place. Well, then would you help with this by clicking on like, uh, clicking to subscribe and to follow the podcast, and then also share the podcast with everyone you can. All right? Well, let's get right to it. Okay, so the atheist is saying that they believe in only one less God than the Christian, that the Christian is an atheist against all other gods but Jesus. So by the same reasoning, he must be an atheist altogether, should be and not believe in Jesus either, to be consistent, right? Does that argument really work? I would convincingly think not, and here's why. Number one, the argument itself is not logical. It means that if there are many answers that are not correct, then they can all be incorrect and should be. In this case, all gods are false, so Jesus is false too. But the problem is that this is not logical in other aspects of life. We can't apply this in other parts of life. To say that there are many uh, dollar bills in the world that are counterfeit does not mean that there's not any genuine dollar bills. I mean, in that way of thinking, one person could say that because one does not believe that 5 and 5 equals 11, 15, or 20, it does not mean that one should not reject that the correct answer is 10 and only 10. It's an overwhelming argument that 
that it's underwhelming argument, really, in reality that cannot stand up to the realities of real life. Number two, it's comparing oranges to apples or apples to oranges, however you want to put it, instead of comparing each fruit to itself. The characteristics that make up the apple are not the same and comparable to those of the orange. Yes, they're both fruit, but they don't compare in their characteristics. By this argument, the atheist says that if one does not believe in Zeus, Thor, Baal, or any other the historical gods, then one should not believe in Jesus either. They're all false, okay, by the same reasoning. But when you look at them very closely and compare them to the claims of Jesus, the God, the God of the Bible, they're not the same at all. And they are not the same. If they're not the same, then the comparison doesn't hold. Uh, the argument doesn't hold. These other gods were usually gods only over certain aspects of life or nature, such as the god of rain, wind, sun, war, fertility, love, etc. They didn't have more creative powers or were not all powerful or transcendent. Many of them were born from other gods as well, beyond them. They weren't just always existing. So there was one god, yes, many times that was the mob boss, if you will, over the other gods many times, but they didn't carry the title of being the only transcendent god. They were a, a little bit different than human beings, just with superpowers, but not that distinct, really, in the end. They, they acted toward each other with jealousy, love, hate, war. Uh, more, it's more like the Marvel or DC superheroes or supervillains of the comic books than the god who is necessarily separate and objective and who is the first cause of everything there is and who sustains everything by his own power and perfection in his holiness. The next reason is this type of belief is also different than with the belief in the historical gods. You see, people believed in these gods most of the time as they suited them best and as the culture believed of and in them. Apologist Michael Patton explained it this way. The basis of belief in these other gods was found on social convention, not on philosophical, rational, historical necessity, as is the case with Christianity. Christianity exists not because of rural pragmatism, but because of historical events. End quote. Now, as he says later in that same blog, and I agree and have said this many times from the pulpit, that yes, within Christianity, there are, Christianity, there are many cultural Christians. They believe in God, essentially, and go to worship at church pretty regularly because it's what the family or the community does or because it suits them at this time in their life. But true Christianity isn't carried by them. As we saw during and after COVID, many of these Christians disappeared. They're still not back because their, their custom changed and they did not remain really faithful to the Lord to this day, still out of loyalty to him and love for him and what he did for them. Now, by extension of that previous point, Christianity is faith based on historical facts, proven and manifested in an overabundance of evidence, an embarrassment of riches of evidence. At the end of the day, one believes in Jesus, the person who died and rose again, the God-man who died and rose again, according to the evidence of that, and not just a passing warm feeling and fuzzy that it gives you inside. Just as done in court, the jury and judge come to their conclusions convinced from the evidence presented that only so-and-so is guilty of doing this criminal act. And Mr. So-and-so is the only one we're worried about or concerned with or exam and examining. We don't have to analyze the lives and deeds of the other 8 billion people in the world capable of doing this crime to know that he is the only one in this instance and it excludes everybody else. Okay, he's exclusive 
And that is enough without having to go through other people and cases. So it is the same with Jesus and Christianity. In the analysis of whether or not to believe in him alone, because he claims exclusivity and superiority over all others, all other gods, then automatically proving true the truth about and from him, that excludes all others who claim deity and worship. They fall short of him in his glory. If indeed the evidence proves that he is who he says he is and that his deeds are the only true ones. Well, again, going back to what Stephen Roberts said, he said, I maintain that we are both atheists. Only I believe in one less God than you do. When you understand why you dismiss all the other possible gods, you will understand why I dismiss yours. Well, this all or nothing mentality uh, doesn't work in the real world across the board, nor does it stand up very well to the rigors of arguments and evidence in favor of Christianity. What appears to be in the moment a very strong argument and succinct one really crumbles and erodes ahead of the evidence and the type of comparison that's being made. You see, Jesus isn't just another God among millions of other gods. It's as he said in John 14, 6, Jesus said unto him, I am the way, the truth, and the life, and no one comes unto the Father but by me. My friend, have you come to Jesus, seeing him now as the creator and savior and Lord Almighty God who came to die and rise again for you in your sins and punishment as a man? Receive him today. Give him your life today. Repent of your sin. Turn away from your sin. Tell him so and say, God, forgive me. I believe in you and what you did for me. I'm yours. Well, once again, thank you for being part of Truth Unbound. And don't forget to click like, click to follow or subscribe to the podcast, and then share this podcast with the world, okay? And follow Jesus, because when you do, you'll always follow the truth. 